Hello and welcome to Tech Minds. I'm your host, Melissa Green. We're going to talk today, and as usual, about um, wine and awesome technology. So um, I've got my two favorite geeks here with me, uh, Colin Gallagher. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And Scott DeLandy. Hello, hello. We uh, we have uh, now usually I'm on e- the East Coast and Melissa's on the West Coast and Colin's kind of like in the middle, but not today. We got uh, both uh, Colin and Melissa representing the uh, the West Coast because Colin is on the road. Because you know I'm bi coastal. A couple weeks ago I was in the East Coast. <laughs> now I'm back out here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So, so how is everything going? I know it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. I was looking forward to this. I am. Um, I'm excited about the topics tonight, and um, I don't know it's, it's overall good. I think you know it's a long week drained. Um, looking forward to the holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving was good, but not. Um, it was a bit of a, a respite. But we have a product launch next week, um, and the the magic quadrant for primary storage was published. Um, Oh, um, this week as well. So a bunch of scrambling for do things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's product beats someone's product in, in all the categories, but we won't go there. Oh, I want to go there. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a magic quadrant for storage in a couple of years yeah. now. H- how's it looking? Colin? No, it's, it's, it's looking. It's it's looking good. I mean, to be honest, it's, to be honest, I'm gonna say this because I don't think anyone from work work actually listens to this. Like, you know, I did a fucking good job this year. <laughs> well, awesome! Congratulations, Colin. Cause, well, no, cause actually, Sorry, cause, Scott. No, cause, well, actually, cause, well, no, because it's, it's actually so the magic quadrant and the critical capabilities, right? They, they go together, right? And the magic quadrant rates the companies in case people who don't know this is it's these are analysts who write about tech companies and so the magic quadrant rates the tech companies and then they have um, uh, company reports that are critical capabilities that rate the product of those companies so um, in the critical capabilities that's where my products beat somebody else's products resoundedly um and that is purely a result of, of me knowing how to, how, to, how to do these things well and having done them for a long time on the company side we didn't do so great but that's but you know it rates the company when you've had leadership changes and other things it's it's hard to get a good rating as a company so you know it's you know so it's, I'm, I'm i'm fine with it the stuff i had influence over i kicked ass on so yes yeah. well there you go there you go mm-hmm. it's been a weird year it really has yeah. so it's uh yeah. It's been interesting to watch. So how about you, Scott? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, I've got a bunch of stuff going on. So it seemed like uh, a year ago was, you know, everyone kind of winding down for the uh, for the holiday. And now things have definitely ramped up. So um, I actually have to go on site to one of the uh, the offices next week. I've got a bunch of videos that we're going to be shooting. So always one of my favorite things to do because I get to dress up. I get to put like actual clothes on with like pants and not pajamas and I'm going to have, you know, my hair and makeup and all of that stuff. So, you know me, I love that pampering. So, um so it's good and I you know, I, I think it's fun because it's just the, you know, the whole just the 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 center of attention stuff which which is great, but what 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 I always I always look forward to that part of it and then I always forget, oh my god, there's this all this work in the background that also has to happen, so you just don't show up. So, for every you know couple of minutes that you're you're being recorded, there's probably like an hour of actual work behind that to figure out you know what it is you're going to say and make sure that everybody's cool with what you're getting ready to say. So that's kind of what I'm I'm in the middle of right now. But it's fun. It's good to be busy. I like it. Well, actually, I'll tell you, Scott. This is the first video I shot with the crew since COVID. Right. Um, um, which I shot, uh, you know, everything will be doing home stuff, et cetera. And I forgot how I, I was going through the super stress because shooting at home has been stress. You're, you're your own lighting person, you're your own makeup person, you're, you know, whatever. And it was so much nicer to be just focus on what I'm going to say, show up, focus on the delivery. Like, and have people, and people are like, Oh no, no, you do this. You do that. It's like, hope it's okay. You tell me it's like, no, that's your job. Your job is to tell me where to stand and where to look and whatever. So I don't have to worry yeah. about that. It was, so it was, it was such a, even though it was freezing, 
an 8 a.m. call in Santa Clara in the fog uh, because it had to be done outside. Um, um, but um, yeah, everybody wants to be the new Apple when shooting these videos uh, <laughs> out here. <laughs> um, and if the, the iPhone 12 launched, but um, it went well. But it was it was so nice to have a crew again where people could actually do shit, even though even though it takes so much longer. But it was great. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm totally looking forward to that because like I'm I'm like so like over the Zoom calls because, mm-hmm. you know, I had this I had this epiphany because I do, you know, a bunch of these every week and and mostly they're the same. They're variations, but it's basically 80 percent the same content that you do over and over again. And, and I realized that, you know, if I had recorded like all of the ones that I've done and I took one that was like really solid, I could literally like start off and just hit play and just have it recorded, you know, with the audio and just kind of click the slides along as I'm actually, you know, playing the recording. And I could sit there and I could, you know, be looking at TikToks. I could be, you know, catching up on, you know, um, Below Deck, all my favorite things that <laughs> distract me during the day. But, I didn't know you watched uh, Below I, Deck. We have, yeah, we have, talk we have, talk, we have talked about that. So, yeah. um yeah, that, but like that that's my other thing now is like I, I have to avoid like turning the TV on in the middle of the day if I have like a, just a little bit of downtime, because what I find is that if I like start something, then it just like sucks all the energy out of me. And I sit there and I look and it's like, oh, my God, I've been doing this for like two hours. I wasted all this time and like there's nothing productive that's happened out of it. So I try to avoid I'll watch it in the morning. And then, you know, once the day is over, depending on what's going on that day, then I'll turn it back on. But I try to avoid you know, turning the uh, the TV on um, in the middle of the day because it just it kills me. Fair. Well, what about you, Melissa? What are you working on? Um, lots of planning for next year. All of my video shoots will sadly be at uh, Shea Melissa. <laughs> so so um, it's it's going to be on my own. I, I am going to update my video equipment some and whatnot, but um, but I think for the next year it's still going to be. Me from home, which is fine. Um, exciting stuff. Lots of planning. Crazy so I did, amounts of planning. I did. I did. Um, I, I stole something from the set. I didn't stole. I asked nicely, but um, the makeup person had had this um, anti shine, and it, yeah, so it's a white gel. Um, and and so I've looked for. I, I, you know, every time I've done something, that you know. With my five head here, right? They always say, you know, forehead, five head. Um, you know, they always yeah. make sure to, they always make sure to tamp it down with something. And um, and when I looked when I started doing stuff at home, I was like, oh, I'll do the same thing. And like I looked online, and all of the anti shines are chalky. And yeah. I hadn't I hadn't seen any of the these the the liquid ones before the clear ones. And she had a tube of the clear. I was like, oh, let me take a picture of that, you know, and, and so I can know where to order from. And she's like, here, I have an extra. Take it. I'll just charge them. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, so oh, I, have, that's amazing. I, have a, I have a tube of anti shut down. Yes. That's that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's that's something I should look into. Can you send me the picture? Yes, totally. Yes, I would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it's time to get into the wine a little bit. Yes, it is. Oh my yes. God, please, yes. <laughs> well, I, I'm already into it. It's Scott's already bored. So, um, so Colin, tell me what you're drinking. And, so I and what your so what, 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 yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the topic was holiday wine of choice, and yeah. I went with a wine that I usually bring to people's house for, as a gift. Um, okay. You know, in sort of my mid-range gift in wine, right? Hmm. Um. Um, and so, you know, it's not, you know, it's not like when I really, really want to browse or what I open up my table, because those are just a little bit reserved, but sort of, you know, if you're, if you're inviting me to a holiday party, right, these are the wine, this is the wine I will bring. And it is the Sterling Vineyards Cab. Um, oh, nice. Nice. A plus, lovely, yes. Yeah, with their lovely silver label. Um, and two, the, two reasons. It's a big fan. It's a fan, it's a fan favorite, apparently. Um, yes. Um, but it also is um, it also is a wine I opened recently. We had some in Florida, and the bottle was corked, so I was disappointed that I didn't I didn't get it I didn't get a chance to taste it. So I um, I wanted to try it again. So it's a, a two first, and I have a great story about the the vineyard as well. And what's the story about the vineyard? So the story about the vineyard is when we were out in napa last year it was on the list of venue tours to do and had booked a reservation etc because you have to book reservations most of these places learn people um and um what was 
And so you get there, and my mom had talked about it. She had gone there a couple of years before, and she kept saying, oh, it's the vineyard with the funicular, right? So, um, you know, and so you ha you start off by taking it. It's up on top of a hill, looking out over um, over over Napa. Um, and so it's, it's at significant elevation, and you have to take a funicular up to do it. So you, you wait in line to get on the funicular, you get up there. But literally, the entire vineyard tour herds you like cattle. So they herd you into the line for the funicular. You get up there, you get off, they walk you down and there's tasting station number one. And they walk you through, you know, the, 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 the vineyard a little bit and then into the factory that tasting number two. It's, it's just sort of all about moving people en masse from one tasting station to another. Um, so it's been, um, it's been um, um, pretty challenging with that. But it was nice. But it was so I said it was great wine, and you know it was nice. At the end of it, they dump you out on mass at this little balcony for the last tasting, looking out over you know because you've been elevated, looking at down. So it's nice. Um, it was pretty nice, yeah. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right, Scott. All right. But, so, um, what am I what, doing? What are you I'm drinking? doing my usual kind of house wine because this is like if people come over and I did host for Thanksgiving, it was very small. It was just the immediate. Uh, family. Um, and by the way, I, I still have probably like 10 pounds of turkey in the uh, in the fridge. I'm waiting for, uh, you know, the, uh, the the day to go to the um, to the, the, the dump, the transfer station to, to get rid of the, uh, the the stuff that's probably not good anymore. But we had a lot of food. Um, I did my uh, my Tuscan blend. So it's the Villa in Tenori. And um, I was psyched because when I went to my usual place to get it, it's usually like a $12 bottle of wine, uh, but it was on sale for uh, for 15 So I got a whole bunch of them. So this is what we're drinking probably straight through to the uh, to the new year just because it was a uh, – it was basically buy three, get one free. So that uh, that worked out. And uh, I did, as a matter of fact, funny story, going to the transfer station, so um, doing my recyclables, so uh, getting rid of all of my wine bottles, I was embarrassed by how many bottles I had to get rid of because it was it was a, it was excessive in terms of the uh, the amount of glass that I had in the uh, in the last run. So um, so it was a good week though. It was uh, it was good few days of just uh just just hanging out so um but that that was it i i did i got i did get a bottle of uh duck horn uh, as a as a gift um but i'm sitting on that i'm i'm waiting for you know a, a special occasion um you know i could definitely have drank that all by myself but you know i i would drink it but i like it when other people are there so that they can have it especially if they've never had you know the good duck horn the cab um you know, so that they can really taste what what excellent wine is supposed to taste like. So I, I'm kind of hanging on to that um, for other folks to uh, to come over. Um, but that's that's where I'm at. Nice, nice. What about what are you drinking, Melissa? I went a little silly. So I have this Comet and Cupid Cab from Eight Tiny Reindeer uh, Winery in California, and mm. it's really cute. And the reason I did it is because I was kind of just messing around the wine store, looking at things, and we have this little thing inside um, marketing at HashiCorp called the Marketing Deer. And it's because this these deer started randomly appearing in um, in the Zoom calls for uh, for the marketing team. <laughs> so now we just adopted it as as one of our mascots. So it's got these cute little deer on the front they don't look like reindeer they look like regular deer but um but i i kind of love it this one is comet and cupid they've also got like rudolph red which is a a red blend and dasher and dancer and a couple others um so this one's this one's okay so, so what's uh what's what's the price point on that like 15 a bottle okay because your your silver oak is a that's what a fifty sixty dollar bottle. No, this is sterling. That's over. This that's is sterling. Oh, sterling, sterling. sterling. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. No, it's thirty five. All right. That's why I said it's not. That's why I said it's funny. If I'm if I'm going to give you a gift for a party, like if I'm going for dinner or something, <laughs> yeah, I might be able to go higher. Uh, actually, so fu funny interesting thing. Like, um, has this ever happened to anyone? I was talking about reindeer um, to some 
people, I can't remember, probably in Boston at some point, and talking about being in Finland and seeing reindeer and then eating reindeer. And they were like, reindeer are real? I thought they were like yes. fake, like Santa. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, they're real. Like, they're real. You know, some, of the, some of the U.S. is like, oh, I thought it was just, you know, they're deer, regular deer, and they're reindeer. Then they're just, you know, they, they don't fly, honey, but they're real. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got a zoo here that lets you feed the reindeer, and you can go and 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 feed them and everything. And um, fun fact about reindeer the men lose their antlers in the winter and the women keep them, which means that if you want to hold true to the whole Santa story, that it's actually women that pull his sled wow. and not the men. So there you go. Wow. Do, do any of the women have red noses? <laughs> <laughs> that took, well, I would assume I they know, have I, to. I, given I, Rudolph I, don't, did. I, don't, I don't know if that was the... <laughs> the um uh the latency but it took like a couple of seconds to get that yeah. it was we were just, that, that, it was just it, that jokes process slowly scott yeah oh, there's that, that too that hurt <laughs> well what's the technology behind it scott um <laughs> let's let's move into that a little bit what's, so uh, what's your kind of tech before but, idea kind of my, thing. Uh, um, oh boy, I, wish list I, for, for, as you the, were. There's yeah, a lot of things for me. But before we get into that, so one of the things that I I turned on and, and the kids were watching um, was um, I turned the TV on and uh, Willy Wonka, uh, the Chocolate Factory was on, the original, yes. right? And they the had never one. seen the original. They were familiar with the 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 remake, the Johnny Depp one. Oh no. And, Oh, and they were like, they were very, they were curious. They're like, is this the one with the the Oompa Loompas? I was like, oh my god! And so like, we it was like right at the part where the Oompa Loompas come out and they started singing. And of course, I know all the words. And they're like looking at me. And then they're like, oh my god! But I have to tell you, a movie that you that ages really well because like we watched the whole like I don't know last two thirds of it, and that is a movie that definitely holds up. What a great movie because you look at like the science of it with, you know, um, you know, the, the factory and, and the, the, the gobstopper and just, you know, some of the things that have in it where they, you know, miniaturize people and the candy bars and all of that stuff. It was um, it was very interesting to watch it with the filter of, boy, is this is this like one of those things that you kind of watch now and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know if this is something that anybody's going to get. But they they were into it, which was kind of surprising. So. Um, they were a little freaked out by the Oompa Loompas and that whole thing, but they they kind of got over that. Um, as far as holiday tech, you know, my big obsession right now has been around basically lighting, um, lighting around the house. So like the holiday lights and things like that. And what I'm quickly realizing is that um, there's a shortage. Like I've seen stuff that I wanted to get, but like to order it, it's like, oh yeah, it'll be there, you know, like the day before Christmas. And it's like, well, if it's here the day before Christmas, it's kind of like useless. So the the trick is now not to just find like cool things that you can get because most of the stuff I'm doing is online, but finding the stuff that you can actually get on time. So that's been a bit of a challenge is being able to just, you know, the supply chain is all dried up because I think everybody's doing the same thing that I'm doing where, hey, we're all home. And, you know, my neighbor over there is doing this. Well, I can top that. And it's just like this, you know, um, um, uh, war out there basically around everybody trying to outdo each other um, as far as, you know, how they have the uh, the holiday lights done. So that's been kind of what I've been focusing on probably way too much time on in terms of trying to get done here. But that's life in the burbs, man. What about you, Colin? What do you got? Um, so I agree with you, by the way, about lighting. I was trying to actually buy some extra Christmas lights, and they're all sold out. It's insane. You um, can't get anything. There's nothing you can, you get, can yeah. get. You can get, yeah. like, the inflatable stuff, but I don't want any of the inflatable stuff. No, that's It's tacky. like the, the the cool – yeah, yeah. So it's – yeah. Yeah. So for me, I think at least – I'm trying to decide if, you know, if this is things I want or things they buy for other people or some combination thereof. Um, but things that I think are cool would make a great gift um, – even though I just bashed it a couple episodes ago, I'm I'm looking at wearable tech. Um, I think a couple of things. I think I really um, I so partly I want a sleep tracker. 
Um, I bought the new Apple Watch, and it does okay job of sleep tracking, but it like it tells me like I slept. Oh, you slept the night. You got eight hours sleep. I was like, no, I woke up like with knee pain at least twice, and you don't need to record that. So I need a better. I need a better. Um, uh, I need a better sleep tracking device. So I've been looking at the sleep the, the rings that do it because they get something unobtrusive. Um, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how so, do you? How, so so I'm 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 intrigued by that. But it's like, how do you charge it? And is it like one of these things? Because my fear is like, so what, I I have the Fitbit. What I love about the Fitbit is like. I charge it like maybe once a week because I have like all of the, the notifications and the stand up and all that stuff. I have it all turned down. It's all basically, I just want to track heart rate, sleep steps, you know, all of that, you know, sort of basic information and it will go seven days between charges, which I, I really like because I always forget to charge it. And I feel like, you know, if I, if I take it off for like, just in you know a half hour for it to charge it's like oh my god all this data is going to waste because now you know what happened you know i i didn't exist for that half hour because i didn't have something tracking what i was doing so how many steps did i take yeah. what was my heart rate all of that stuff yeah yeah so uh so so that's my thought is i'm thinking about getting one of the rings we'll see because or something else i just want a better sleep tracking because that's the one area where i need the help and also i think um I want um, to have more, more data and, and et cetera. So I think it's, it's, it's an interesting gap. The other thing that I saw online that I thought was really, really cool was um, that I used to have these glasses that I love. They were, they were Motorola rockers. And Motorola had partnered with some eyeglass company. And they were sunglasses that had um, Bluetooth um, built into them. And so they, they had a Bluetooth uh, microphone and, and headset that you plug in your ears. And so they, um, they, they, they were fantastic. And I used to wear them. You could play music, you talk on the phone, et cetera. And they discontinued them after a while. And they, I think they were in partnership with Oakley. And I just saw that Bose has a set now and they're super, super slim. They don't have the bulky tech thing. So the, the, the Bose Bluetooth audio sunglasses. So that's on my list as well. I said, I'm about, I'm about the wearable, even though I bashed it. Hmm. Interesting. What about you, Melissa? What kind of technology are you thinking about for the holidays? I'd say um, for me, I'm thinking about one of those fancy wine openers, to be honest. <laughs> so so I'm a little uh, I've been fighting opening the wine bottles for a while now, for whatever reason, I like my family ran a catering company for many years. I've been opening bottles of wine since I was 14 years old. Like, I don't know what it is, but this last year, for whatever reason, I've been challenged in this department. And <laughs> the corks are breaking and everything's going wrong. So I'm looking at, at something fancy to fix that. But um, I guess um, more of a suggestion for, for the gamer in your life, I think um, the Oculus Quest is, uh, is the way to go. So um, I know a lot of people are kind of eh on um, VR technology, but I've, I've messed around with, with my son's Oculus Quest, and it's come a long way, uh, especially in the last few years, because I've, I've done it at a couple conferences, and I'm like, man, this is kind of hokey and a joke. But um, from a gaming perspective, I think it's just now starting to be there, where it's actually worthwhile to do this stuff. Are there specific games that work better with it? One of my favorites is Arizona Sunshine. It's a zombie game. <laughs> and you can kind of wander around and like survive and kill zombies and all that stuff. And um, it's kind of a zombie game set in, of course, Arizona. But it has like this Wild West feel to it with some kind of modern stuff thrown in. Uh, so, so I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Yeah, I haven't done them yet. I may have to try that at some point. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's fun, and at like two ninety nine, it's cheaper than the the big kind of consoles that are out this year, right? So, so it could be a good alternative. The games are also cheaper than the console games for the most part, so it's mm. interesting. Not much, just like a degree cheaper. You know? Yeah. Isn't the uh, the hot tech gift for uh, as far as gaming is concerned for this year the new Xbox? Isn't that what everybody is lining up for 
The Xbox Series X is supposed to be pretty cool. They've also got the Series S, which is a lighter, lighter weight version, and then the PS5 is out. So um, depending on the type of gamer you are, there's, there's something for everyone. Um, what I like about the Series X is that it's essentially a gaming PC at like a third of the price. Obviously, you have to deal with the games that are only available on Xbox, and and you don't have the same versatility you would have with a PC, but at a third of the price, you need it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so I haven't done much research into the PS5 because the PS5 are, is a little too adult for the household. So, um, but yeah, for, for the Xbox Series X, absolutely. Wait, the PS5 is too adult? The games that they put on PS5 are a little uh, more mature, I would say, than I'm ready to let the younger members of the household play. Hmm. Mature as in, as in just the content, or mature as in like the you know the whole theme behind it? Not theme, but um, the strategy behind it. Is it like going from checkers to now playing chess? In some way. I, I would say it's it's the availability of games and the content in those games. So, uh, for example, one of the kind of staples of the PlayStation universe, I would say, is God of War, which is pretty graphic and has a bit of sexual content and other things. And it's something that the kids would absolutely love to play. I'm sure I'm just not ready to let them. Um, <laughs> but I, I, see, I see like a a stair step right in gaming with the tr more traditional consoles in that um nintendo is basically for everybody right anybody can play that yep. but um but with that most of the games are pretty g-rated right and they're cartoony and they're light and they're fun xbox is kind of that middle ground where you've got some of that cartoony fun stuff and you've got some of the adult content but it's not as intense and serious as most of the games you see released on PS5 hmm. now. Interesting. In, in my opinion. And maybe that's just branding. Yeah, and, and I could be wrong. I don't. I know I'm not wrong with Nintendo. But, <laughs> but yeah. No, oh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it's a de de deliberate marketing choice to go after certain segments. Yeah, yeah. that's curious. We're going to go after the hardcore Game Boys who want, you know, that's the only way they're going to get sex is by seeing it on screen. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> yeah. now, now I'm going to get, get doxxed by a bunch of fan PlayStation 4 fanboys. Let him. Let's talk, let's talk to Scott White while he's drinking right now. Yes. No. What do you want to know? What was that? No, it's just giving you shit because you you were drinking enough. Oh, okay. Cup. Yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm drinking what? my wine. Yes. What else is on your technology wish list? What would you um, kind of go after? Um, I so I did see the the um, the wearable device, the ring that Colin had mentioned, and I I had thought about that, but um, I so what I think I'm going to do is I have the uh, the Fitbit three, and I know the Fitbit four is out, and I think I'm going to upgrade to the Fitbit four for really only one reason, and it's kind of a selfish reason actually not even a selfish reason it's just so one of the one of the the um, employee benefits that we have access to here is um, we get a certain amount of you know money each year that we can spend and we can get reimbursed for for gym memberships and you know whatever it is and if you run a 5k or whatever it is so there's a there's a bucket of money that expires at the end of the year and it's right around what the cost of a new fitbit would be and I don't really need a new Fitbit because I'm fine with the three, but this one is probably going to be about a year and a half old now. So I'm thinking that okay, if it's if the if it's if the money's going to expire anyway, I might as well go ahead and order it up and then have it, and then I can take the three that I'm using right now and I can cascade it down to somebody else that might be in need of a uh, of a fitness tracking device. I don't even know what's in the four. I'm just assuming that it'll be something better. Hoping, <laughs> well, I'm assuming it'll be hopefully smaller. The battery life will be better. I haven't done a whole lot of research to it yet. I've been, 
you know, it's always been one of those things on the, the daily list that's always below the line and you never get to to actually look and see what the differences are. But I think that's one of the things I would um, I would take a look at. Um, I stay away. You know, I, I have lots of, you know, friends and, and family that have the um, the Apple Watch and I know they love it. And you guys, you're, you're all in. I get it. But but I, I know that that needs to be charged on a daily basis. And it's just like this whole thing of having to to charge it it's just like another thing and and again my my but the biggest thing that i like about the fitbit is the fact that i can get the data but i don't have to like take it off more than once a week and leave it on something for like a half hour maybe an hour in order to get it back charged up again so that's you know so one of the things I, that i, I, I will like. say that i will say i have been very impressed with the apple watch series 6 it go it charges fully in less than an hour, usually around half an hour. So like, yeah. I, like, I said, like I said, I've been trying to do the sleep tracking with it and failing, but I can wear to sleep, put it on the charger while I shower and, and brush my teeth and everything else, and come back and it's fully charged. Yeah, that's what I do. I I put it on the charger when I'm in the shower or when I know I'm going to be sitting down for an hour for a meeting. I just just yeah. sit it. I don't wait for it to drain fully, which is probably terrible for the battery, but that's how I manage it. I'm just like, okay, yeah. well, I know I'm going to be in this meeting for the next hour. No sense in mm -hmm. keeping it on my wrist. I'll yep. just sit it here and charge it. Well, I wear so I wear this on my uh, my right hand because on my left hand, normally I have a watch. I have a couple of different watches that I'll wear when I go out. So I like like a real like you know. Yeah. old-fashioned watch with the with the hands and and all of that and so that's the other reason why i haven't gone all in on the on the apple watch um as of yet but who knows it's it may be a matter of time i think it's probably inevitable because it'll be just another device that i'll have to own and operate yeah. like i said I mean, as, a, as a fitness tracker and health tracker it's it does a fantastic job you know and, and notification manager i guess is really sort of what it does um, yeah, but. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I have no, I have no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. You'll so miss Fitbit, though. Really, yeah, You'll yeah, miss yeah. Fitbit if you leave it. Just it's yeah. for for what you use use it for. I I still miss mine. I'm not gonna lie about that. I mean, this does a good enough job, and I'm not switching back to Fitbit because the hardware was kind of garbage, in my opinion. But you'll you'll miss it from like the software and data collection perspective. Go ahead, Colin. I'm sorry. I totally no, no. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. My, my, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the Fitbit item, uh, but my second one, my second item, this is something for me specifically. Um, though actually, I may, I may buy one. For, I mean, I don't know. Depends if my friend Todd, who doesn't listen to this, so I can say his name, is um is, is really good. He's been he's been trying to buy a used laptop off me, so I may um I may find I may need to upgrade my my old laptop. Uh, I am really really excited to try out the new MacBook Airs with the M1 chip. Okay. For folks who don't know, um, Apple just released their own um, silicon for laptops. You know, so that, so they have been making the chips in the iPhones and the iPads for years, right? Mm -hmm. um, they are they have now kicked Intel out of out of the laptops. Wow! Um, and they're making their own their own um, chips for the laptops, and apparently the reviews are unbelievable. Like like people are saying, like I can't believe that I'm doing this much work on the machine and there's no fan noise and it's still cold um just you know you, you don't have to have that that thermal you know that that you know traditionally right it's always been you know you can have a computer that runs fast and hot right fast but it's hot we can run a computer that runs you know and, and, and with shitty battery life or you can have a computer that has good battery life runs cold but it's, it's shitty in performance right yeah Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Like my Mac sounds like it's an aircraft taking off every yeah. time I try to stream from it. So yeah. So, so I'm kind of looking I, forward to it. I hear that, you. That does sound exciting. Yeah, it sounds exciting. So maybe a little gift for myself, so then I can re-gift something else to, to Todd. So it'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's, awesome. how I'm, that's how i'm justifying buying myself a new laptop which i really don't need that is um, so uh, can i can i just say this that is one of the best advantages of being sort of like on the uh early, early adopter. adopter phase yeah. for new technology is because you can get it and you can help justify that acquisition by the fact that whatever device you're replacing is going to go to a good cause right so you, right. Know, you get a new phone you know you give the old phone to you know whoever you get a a, a new laptop you know, same sort of thing. So it is a, uh, it's a good mental way of justifying passing on um, the, uh, the technology. 
Yeah, I got a, a set of iPads from somebody probably five, six years ago now who was an early adopter, and I just kind of bought the iPads off him at a discount, and one of them is still in service to this day, so it's <laughs> goodness all around. I still have an iPad. I think it's a Gen 2, so it's several years old. Uh, it has the you know the old connector to charge it, not the lightning one, but the one before, Same. like the, yeah. the oh, wow. sixty-eight the pin. One. Yeah, yeah. You know, that one. Yeah. Thirty-two and for pins. What I need for, so, whatever, whatever. Sixty-eight is divisible by eight. Yeah. Okay. First of all, okay. whatever. <laughs> what did I say? I said sixty-four pin. You said sixty-eight. Was pin. I? I said sixty-eight. I meant sixty-four. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> that's all right. Is that are we talking marketing or engineering gigabytes? Oh, that's about, that was a. Discussion from earlier today, I think. So, um, oh, that's such an inside joke. Oh, it's not though. That's the thing that's funny. Um, but but I have this this old iPad, and you know the screen is cracked, and then like it, you know, I, I charge it like maybe I used to bring it with me when I would go on the road, just because sitting on an airplane, I would yep. take it out and I would download whatever I could get off of like Netflix at the time, or maybe something from iTunes, just to have some things to watch, and it and it worked fine and um you know i found it and i was like oh my god i wonder if this thing is still gonna work and i you know i plugged it in and it came up and it runs slow and it you know it, it gives me all these notifications about all these things that aren't supported and aren't going to work or whatever it is but you know as far as what i would use it for which is basically just a little movie screen you know it it, it works fine but now that i have my new iphone it's a smaller screen, but we talked about this in one of the previous podcasts. The the just the the screen resolution and the display on the new iPhone is you know exceptional. I mean, it's great as far as you know the quality of um, you know what you can see as you're using the device. So um, so I don't know. I don't know. I I would I if I could if I could come up with a reason to justify why I needed um, a new. Um, uh, tablet, I would go ahead and get one, but like I just have no need for it because I don't really travel anymore, and you know it's not like I need to drag something with me or or whatever. So I have a five-year-old iPad, I think, um, and I thought about when they released the new ones this fall. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to get one, but like for what I use it for, you know, I, I use it for when I travel. I use it for email on the plane. I use it for movies, um, you know. Uh, you know, in the hotel or on the plane, et cetera, it does the job. Like, I have no reason to upgrade it. Um, until it breaks, I don't think I'm going to upgrade it. It's, it's one of those weird things where, like, you know, I like to be on the cutting edge, but there's, like, you know, nothing nothing significant. That um, Though I do like one of the reasons is that they um, – they, I don't know if you saw this on the new iPad Airs. iPad Airs or the iPad Pros? Whatever. On one of them, probably the Pros, they took the – the power button that's on the side and they made that they built into the power button a touch id sensor ah oh interesting yeah so that was really cool use the technology it's like can they bring that the iphone now that i'm wearing a mask <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I, well well that's the thing is like so like i've become like i don't remember any of my passwords anymore and if i go to a you know on my phone to buy something and it's asking me to like mm -hmm. manually enter in that information. I just won't. It's like I don't whatever yeah. it is that I want to buy. Just out of principle alone, I'm not gonna like enter in my email and phone number and all that. If you don't have something where I can like do two clicks and it like looks at my mm -hmm. face and knows who I am, yep. then it's like I I can't do business with you. I'm sorry. Um, but in the world of masks, even like. <laughs> well, so that's the thing is like so now if like you're out someplace, it's like you have to like look both sides and see that no one's looking and you pull your mask down real quick and you do it because it's like I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember yeah. my password for any of this stuff oh, no. and when it yeah, comes you feel up, like a criminal like you when to... you're doing that I do the same thing I was like I, like, I, you know you, look at you, you lean down on the phone so no one sees you you pull the mask down you look back up yes so I, it did it did happen and I remember I was there and I was like you know I, I went with the Apple Pay and I, and I feel like such a moron for it because I went for the Apple Pay and I went to do a facial scan and I, and I said oh I don't remember my password. I'm going to have to pull my mask down. And the um, the person at the um, at the register was like, "Well, just it's it doesn't want your password. It just wants the 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 numbers that you enter all the time to unlock your phone." 
I was like, that's what it's asking me for? I thought yes. it wanted my I didn't know that. I thought it wanted my uh, uh my Apple uh, uh account. No, it's password, just the pin. The, it's the yeah. I did I totally did not know that because I was like, Oh my god. And I was like, Oh, all right, I remember that. It's six digits. I you know I got that one. It's all the other ones I can't remember, so mm. <laughs> it's interesting. And so yeah. the other thing is so like my kids are like always sending me like, you know, well I wanna get this, I wanna get this and they, they keep all these like bizarre websites and it's always like, Hey, can I get your uh they know my email but they don't know so they know how to get onto PayPal but they don't know what the password is. So it was always like, what's your PayPal password? And it's like, well, why? Well, because I want to get something. I want to do this. I want to get this. It's only this. So yeah, well, well, what what are you doing? And then what's the website? Because it's not so much like it's not them getting something. I don't care about that because, you know, it's all like small stuff. It's just like, you know, whenever you sign up for like one of these companies and you give them my information, I get 50 emails a day from all these yeah. different organizations for all this stuff. And it's like all this stuff coming into my like primary, you know, personal mm -hmm. email account. And that's the most irritating thing. I would rather write a check and give them a check <laughs> than have them have access to that because it's like all this stuff that gets, you know, I get linked into because they have access to my email. So, yeah, I, well, I, I missed an important email this week because I had so much freaking junk in my mail that I didn't pop through and didn't see it. It's like, you know, oh, no. from every single vendor. I finally caught it today. Thank you, Melissa. Um, but yes, I caught it. Yay. Um, it was, um, it was just. All right. I'm like, going to put yeah. everybody on the spot right now. How many, how many unopened emails do you oh, have right now in your primary email uh, account? Oh, primary? I'll go, I'll go first. Yeah, <laughs> primary. I have. You have to show the, you have to show the phone. Does work count as primary? I'll show it. I'll show it. It's 12,000. Hang on, twelve thousand eight hundred and thirty-six. That's what I'm at right now. Okay, I'm at two thousand eight hundred and thirty-four for the app. Oh, but, children, um, children, children! I also <laughs> did an inbox zero on my work email not too long ago. This is this is my personal email, right? The work email I try and stay on top of reasonably. Um, this is my personal email. Oh, you can't see it. Um, oh, I can't see it because you have the the yeah. Ninety-three thousand nine hundred and eighty-three unread email. <laughs> All right, you no, win. We gotta get to aggressively unsubscribing from things to get I went away through, from I went through, having I went numbers a, that big. I went through a phase like that last year. I tried, I tried, I tried, and then I would go back and I'd filter and delete, and it just gets to be too much. But what I have started doing, I'll tell you this, Scott, and I'm, you know, this is this is going to be me sounding like an Apple fanboy, but there are other services like this. Um, I have been using sign in with Apple for any new account I create. Um, and so they completely mask your email address from the, the, the sign in per person, which is so nice because it allows you to, allows you to just deal with that. They get you, you get an alias, you know, they don't have your real email list. Cause it's not that it's not that I don't mind when I sign up for them. They actually send me, you know, Hey, you bought something from us. You might like something again. It's the fact that they sell my address to 20 other people and then they spam me random, random things. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to understand like a company that's coming up and they're like, okay, so what's your marketing strategy? And like whoever the person is that's pitching the marketing strategy, you know, bullet number one on the marketing strategy is we are going to do email marketing campaigns. We're going to get all these email addresses and we're going to send out all this stuff. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to send out like five a week. Because you never know, someone is going to, you know, whatever thing that you bought, like a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing, and and they just, like, continue to send emails. And it's like, no, I don't want that relationship with you to for you to send me all these things for sales. I'm trying to think of, like, a good example of something that I, well, used to get spammed by. Dell. But that's what, <laughs> <laughs> Dell sends me at least one piece of snail mail every two weeks. And then I probably get about four emails between two different accounts from Dell. And as much as I try to unsubscribe, it's like the thing that never leaves. And I get it. I used to buy a lot of Dell stuff, but like <laughs> I can't get rid of them. I, I will agree. I have my fair share of. 
Dell emails because they have all of my email addresses, yeah. so I get hit from. Yeah, all, yeah, absolutely. All, they have all of mine too. You yeah. know, I have I have all sides. You know, hey, here's an escalation going on at this particular site, whatever. And oh, by the way, it's you know Black Friday. You can get like you know a laptop for ninety nine bucks. Oh, great. It doesn't work, but that's okay. <laughs> you guys, no, no. The, so I told the story. I've told this story before, right? So I fell for this. This was several years ago, and I've told this multiple times, where you know the whole you know merger was happening, and you get these emails saying, "Hey, welcome to you know the family, and this is all great. Yep. And we're having this." Super secret special sale on you know Black Friday. Here it is. We only have a limited these things, and we can get you a laptop for ninety nine dollars. And you're like, oh my god, this is unbelievable, right? I can get a laptop for ninety nine dollars. It's like, wait a minute, I got two kids. I need two of these things, right? So like, you're sitting there and you're waiting until like midnight oh one so that you can like get in. And you can be on the first on these laptops, and you get in, you get one, you get the second one. You feel like okay, you know. You 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 know you've crossed the finish line. You've got them, and then the thing shows up, and it's like so underpowered. And I I, and I I've told this story before, so it was like right at the beginning of this. It was like Merry Christmas. Here's your new Dell laptop, and they looked at, it and I was like, mm, it's kind of clunky, and you know, wait, it's got no touch screen, and you know, it 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 takes like 20 minutes to boot. I swear to God, they booted them up like maybe three times and it took so long. They were like, this is unacceptable. And all they wanted to do, this was back when they were playing uh, Roblox and you could download the app on a Windows machine for Roblox, but they could never get it to run because it was just such an underpowered machine. And the disappointment for them, and I remember they were like, this is where you work now. It's like, oh, my. The, the the disappointment in their their experience with that device. Now I've come back and I've said, listen, that's a ninety nine dollar device. All right, so that was a total mistake because that's something they probably sold for like a hundred and fifty nine, and no one would buy it. So that's why they knocked it down to. Oh, well, yeah, bucks. what did you expect for ninety nine bucks? Well. <laughs> But 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 it was the whole it was the the email that came out and it was like oh my god I'm in the club now I can buy you know a two thousand dollar machine for ninety nine bucks this is amazing right and I still oh my god I still it, it, this is the thing when you when you work for a company that does consumer devices I will tell you one of the most painful things is like the holiday season. Because you have all these people that you haven't talked to for years that know you work at a company that sells consumer, especially now where everybody's like, hey, you know, I need a new Chromebook. I need this. And, and they come to me like I'm, you know, selling this stuff out of the back of a white van in the parking lot of a supermarket. And it's like, listen, I can't help you. I don't like it. It's like, you know, what you think you're going to save. Okay. I, you know, there might be some discount in there, but you're not going to get something that, you know, is basically free. You get a better discount so on Amazon for what it's worth. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know about that. They, they, so I've, I've done a couple of things and in, in the, the, this, you have, so here's the thing is you have to know what you're looking for, specifically the model that you want and what it is. And then from there, then you shop that price. And if you do that, then you can, generally get a get a good deal but like you know when i get the email saying hey guess what because you're in the club you can get a 99 dollar laptop i roll my eyes and it's like nope i i'm not going for that yeah we fell for that once it's not worth it i i did the same thing like um the family computer died in the middle of the initial kind of covid remote school stuff and the youngest was of course using the family computer and I went out, and I didn't get a Dell. I got a Lenovo, but, you know, I got, like, a cheap model that should work, in theory. Like, nah. <laughs> like, like, you get what you pay for when it comes to that stuff, and it, it didn't work out. Right now, he's using yeah. my old Surface Pro 4, whatever it is, and um, and doing that for remote school. But, yeah, spend the money. It's worth it. Oh, I remember. I, they had their brand new laptops on Christmas Day, and they wanted to play their games, and they were on their iPhone 4S. <laughs> like, and and just the disdain for it. it was like, oh my god, this is this is just embarrassing. 
but again, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was the um, the user more than it was the product because again, I didn't really look at what it was. It was just like, oh, here's a laptop for ninety nine bucks. We'll just get it. But like again, when you look at what it was, it really wasn't a yeah, laptop. The hard drive probably cost fifty bucks in that. Right. There was there was no hard drive. There was no, it had like 32 megs. It had like 32 megs of memory. That's why I couldn't boot. It's <laughs> like there was no hard drive. There was no hard drive. There was no network. There was nothing to play. There was like nothing. Oh, sadness. Um, there was no Bluetooth because they wanted to do like a Bluetooth control. Like nothing. It was like a power connector and like a USB for your wired mouse. Right. That was or, kind of for it. For your hard drive. <laughs> but we're, we're kind of getting off track and we're going into ghosts of christmas past with um disappointment well, so, so so question question is as someone who doesn't have kids what are the hot kids tech gifts this year speaking of so oh, what should you get them instead of a 99 crap book <laughs> so i mean i guess it depends on how close you are to the kid i think i think the the console stuff um, the gaming stuff is always a win, especially with the guys. Like anything related to gaming in general, um, for us has been huge. Um, right now, we're all at the age where um, the wish list starts to get expensive, but they're still kind of happy with anything they get. So it's weird. So um, two of them want gaming laptops, um, which isn't gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> we'll just we'll just clear the air on that right now but um but there's there there's some cool things out there like um one of them has like these flying like drone like lights which are pretty cool like little floating bubble mm -hmm. things that look interesting there's a really cool um ai kit two of them actually one of them is is like bill nye branded um that that looks interesting but um the kids are really into tech i <laughs> i can't imagine why <laughs> why yes hmm. <laughs> but um My but yeah so so we've got a lot of kind of gift card planning and and random kind of tech tech type gear definitely lots of wireless earphones going around Mine only want one thing, one thing and one thing only, and that's cash. They want cold, hard cash. Really? They don't want any, and I, I was just with one of them um, the other day, and it was like, I'm trying to poke around. I was like, okay, what can I get you? Something to, you know, wrap up or whatever. I was like, hey, do you want, you know, you spend a lot of time in your room. Do you, do you want a TV? And she looked at me like I had like three heads, a TV for what? I, I don't know to like watch stuff on the TV and like well can I can I play the stuff from my phone on the TV and I'm like I suppose we could figure that out but like the TV is to like watch TV and she's like well I don't watch TV I, I what, what am I going to use with the TV and I was like all right you're not getting a TV so exactly <laughs> it's like everything is like if it, it's on a um you know a six inch display and that's their world right now so no TVs. TVs are gone. I'm still doing rainbow bath bombs. I know it's not tech, but the kids are getting rainbow bath bombs. <laughs> At least a couple of them. So there's that for the younger crowd. I, I gave my niece and nephew uh, bath bombs last Christmas, and they yeah. were like blown away by it. Like they didn't like, yeah, they'd never seen one. It was like, yes, it was it. And hot chocolate bombs are in too, by the way. While What's a on. hot chocolate bomb? They're, they're these little chocolate balls that have the hot chocolate powder kind of inside. So you pour the warm milk or hot water over it, and it oh. kind of melts and, it and melts fuses, the... and it's beautiful. Fizzle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a bath bomb for hot chocolate. Very in right now. Very in. The kids love okay. it. Okay. Add that to the list. Yes, I'm going to write that down. Hot chocolate balls. <laughs> My, I can text so this is what this. This is what mine do. Mine, uh, they have access to my Amazon account, so they just go in and they just drop stuff into the uh, into the shopping cart. So it's like, oh, I added some stuff into the shopping cart, which makes it like easy, but like no, you know, no. no it's no got to be a surprise. I know. Makes I'll sense. have a couple. Yes. Of, I'll pull out a couple of things that they'll be surprised with. Some some mm -hmm. things that 
aren't necessarily what they would get for them, but I would get for them. But I have a, I have a couple of ideas. So um, where's my Christmas list? I can't find my Christmas list. Wow. Sorry. There we go. Found it. And thank you, Melissa, for liking my tweet. Oh, anytime, anytime. Oh, I'm excited to see the video. <laughs> before before we started this, I was I was like, we had to hold on a second because I was trying to tweet, and so in the middle of this, I just noticed that Melissa liked my tweet. So <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes, multitasking. I, I gotta get you. back. I, it's. I've been I've been um, off Twitter for a bit. I gotta get back on Twitter. Yeah, same. How come you wearing socks? I have a very because that's the whole point. Kind of. Yes, that's the oh, whole point. Okay. I didn't read the I didn't read the tweet. <laughs> Socks. socks so many socks we we should probably talk about what we're going to talk about next yes so it's my episode next yes it's my episode next i haven't i've had the tech topic for a while now and, and we're going to talk about tech terms that people should know Ooh, i like that okay i mean i can i give an example of an easy one Right. Yes, please. I will give you one. I will give you one that just happened a couple of hours ago, and I'll see if oh. you guys know it. Well, no, no, no. Save that for next yeah. week. Save that for Save next week. Save it for week. the Save show. Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll no, give no, you the. No, this no, is no, such. No, this no, is. No, no, no. no, no. The, because like it just happened, so I have to throw this one out. So, um, I've been dealing in with the uh, with our mainframe friends. So, if you're not familiar with the mainframe, this is one of the things from like a hundred years ago that used to run the world, and there are still people that rely on these machines. Pro tip: It's the cloud. And, and and we had some let's say folks that were not on this planet when you know mainframes were available so they were they were younger They're still available and we were and we were, and we were talking about um, a service release and then one of the mainframe folks said oh no so this is the dot 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 uh, PTF and we all knew what uh, PTF uh, PTF yes. Yeah. Uh, PTF. We all knew exactly what PTF stood for. We're like, oh, the PTF, the PTF. And then finally, she's like, what are you talking about? What's this PTF? And we're like, it's a program temporary fix. How do you not know this? And she's like, what are you Why guys talking about? Why would you know this? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing is like, we're on this, like, again, so PTF. Yeah. Not that I would expect anybody to know it, yes. but that's it. Yeah. By the way, mainframe people know how to party. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> They definitely do know. How to they also know how to they die. Might, they yes. they, you know the, the the thing the thing about mainframe people that I've and I've been like in this in like this world for the last couple of days working with them very closely. They know they run the world, so they know it's like in the in the sense that it's like nobody knows how to do this. Nobody understands this. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows anything about this. But like when your credit card works and. When you like book an well, airline reservation, and your train or, shows like, up on time, yes, exactly. Uh, when when you like when you go when you when you uh, someday in the future when you like book a you know uh, a cruise line reservation, Tomorrow's. the only reason why that <laughs> the only reason the only reason why that works is because of like seriously like less than a hundred people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of like know how that stuff works, and they are they're they're an, they're an eclectic. Uh, set of individuals to deal with, um, so it's it's always interesting. And I don't deal with them like on a regular basis. Only like when something's yeah. going on in that world where they need like yeah. help to like do the conversion of yeah. okay, here's you know Klingon, and we have to take the Klingon and we have to translate it to people that have never watched a Star Trek episode in the ever in their life and don't even know what Klingon means. <laughs> so that's what I'm like kind of in the middle yeah. to do. So we're talking yeah. about uh, program temporary fixes. A PTF. It's the PTF. How do you not know about the PTF? Yes, no. So what were you going to say, Colin? Yes. What was your example? No, my, my, my example is somebody's going to actually have a good mainframe when I was shooting next week. Because I, I, I use it this week and someone's like, what does that mean? It's like, oh. Um, but mine, mine is also, I would also just say, like, power cycle. <laughs> IPL. We, we use that all the time, right? Oh, just power cycle that, right? <laughs> power cycle that. And I, I, I use it, like, I told my mom, like, so just power cycle that. And she's like, 
What? It's like turn it on and turn it back off. Cycle the power. I, I, I'm looking at slides right now where they're like saying, okay, you have to re IPL the DASD. And they're like, what is this? It's like, you turn it on, you turn it off. So it can be, it can be any interesting tech or tech related terms. Like, like another one I'm a big fan oh. of. And I like, I have a list of cool terms that I, that I just like want to throw out and like, interesting you know I, I do funny newsletters and a bunch of other things and then you know i want to like have interesting terms like my current favorite right well no, i know i should save i'll save for next week i'll save for next week i'll save anyway there's a bunch of them. so so next right, week we're at, we're at the tech hour term. We're next, at week, the next week next week tech right. terms or we're at the hour next week tech terms, tech terms. Tech what are we doing for wine for the wine we are going to do that so this is a little harder for me um for the wine we are going to do a wine you don't think you'd like Woohoo. Don't think or don't know. Don't know. Or, 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 or don't, no, something that you no. know you don't like. Or something no, no, no. Like, something okay. you don't know you don't. But right. just like, an un- like, pick something you haven't drunk before that is, you know, out of your comfort zone. Wine out of your comfort zone. Like, that's what I'd be phrase. Wine out of your comfort zone. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Which means I have to go buy whites. <laughs> and that'll be, well, that'll be, <laughs> that'll be episode, that'll be episode 30, by the way. This is episode 29. Yeah. Yes. 30, it's starting yep. to get good. Yeah. <laughs> we're almost, we're almost <laughs> there. Yeah. We can get syndicated Spoiler now. Spoiler alert, 40s, not so good. <laughs> wait, 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 I don't remember, I didn't remember 40, exactly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I will, I will be very excited to hit 50. Let's, let's put it Four. that way. <laughs> I will consider myself lucky at this point. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll save that for next week. Yeah. Then we'll talk about forty versus fifty. All right, we're at the hour. Well, your show, also, Melissa. Yes. Melissa, sign us out. <laughs> Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Please tune in next time. Um, until then, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>